0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pence Evans. I'm the senior leader of Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. I want to welcome you to our second series of glory stories. Last week, we talked about an angelic encounter I had prior to taking a missions trip to Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone was a nation that had been in civil war for over 10 years Uh, I went right after the ceasefire, um, while the nation next door to them, Liberia, was still at war, so it was a very volatile situation. At that time, Sierra Leone was considered the poorest country on earth and the most dangerous country on earth. The life expectancy at that time was 34 years old for male and female, so it was a very, very desperate situation for the Lord to show up. But the Lord had promised me He was sending His angel to go before me to Sierra Leone, So when I got there, I arrived in December of 2002 with great expectation for what the Lord was about to do. And they have a custom in Sierra Leone. It's a Muslim country, primarily a Muslim country, but the Muslims are very superstitious concerning New Year's Eve, and their superstition plays into the hands of the Church of Jesus Christ. So what they do is every New Year's Eve, they have a special service to welcome the Muslims who think it's good luck to be in a church service on New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve 2002, I'm with the group that I had been interacting with for about five years through financial support and prayer and providing some guidance over the phone, but I'd never met them. And they're meeting in a rented schoolhouse on a place called Wilkinson School Road in Sierra Leone, Freetown, Sierra Leone, which was the the capital. So we're in this rented schoolhouse and the worship is going. Everything's great. It's New Year's Eve. Uh, The Muslims are starting to crowd into the service for good luck. And all of a sudden, the room starts to fill up with smoke, and so I'm thinking, this is Africa. Something's on fire. So I, I, you know, I didn't realize anything spiritual was going on. I come down off the platform, such as it was, and started looking at the light fixtures around the walls, and uh, they had very primitive light fixtures, just screw-in light bulbs, kind of thing, over over windows and over different places. There was no electrical fire, so I thought, well, maybe something's on fire outside, and the smoke's blowing in. So I walked outside, walked around the building. There was no smoke. And I'm at the far end of the building, looking back at the place I'd been seating, and it was covered with smoke. You could hardly see the other people sitting up there, but it had gone on a little time, and it was now time for the message. So I was not preaching that night. A friend of mine named Tom Ferguson was preaching. He was the evangelist. So he, the music stopped. We go back to the platform area, and Tom starts preaching his message, which was a fine message. But as he preached, the smoke dissipated, cleared out. And I'm still thinking this is some kind of natural phenomenon. When Tom got to the altar call, which was near midnight, 2002, the smoke came rushing back into the room. And as Tom began to explain salvation in Jesus Christ, a presence of the Lord came that was unlike any I'd ever experienced. And I've experienced the presence of the Lord in many different settings. But this one came with terror and dread on those who did not know the Lord. They were literally screaming to meet the Lord. There was only two options, flee from the room or dive on your face before a holy God. Literally heads were hitting the concrete floor as people were diving on the floor, begging the Lord to forgive them of their sins for them to get saved. It was like judgment day, not in the future, but right then and there. And so those who knew the Lord were experiencing a tremendous presence of the Lord. Those who did not know the Lord were experiencing tremendous conviction. Demons were coming out. Just crazy. Holy Ghost bedlam was going on. Well, the smoke came back intensely during this altar call as we're moving into midnight. At that point, I realized this is not natural smoke. Now, remember last week I told you the Lord said, I'm sending my angel to go before you to Sierra Leone. This manifestation of the glory of God in the form of smoke was not something that's um, unbiblical. In fact, I want to read to you from Acts chapter 2. Peter was saying these words, In the last days, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Verse 19, I will show wonders in the heavens above, signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. Now, that's the NIV version, but the billows of smoke. The Lord shows up in the Bible in various times with the smoke. I saw this with my natural eyes. It was not a natural phenomenon. It was a supernatural phenomenon. In fact, the room was full of people that saw the smoke. In fact, I took pictures of the smoke that we saw. And so it didn't, didn't come out like you might expect. But um, hopefully we'll be able to share those pictures in the form of a, an accessible attachment for you. But here's the main point. An angelic proceeding an angelic visitation preceded this outpouring. There was an outpouring of the presence of God that manifested in salvation. It manifested in demons coming out of people, it manifested on people coming to Christ. And it started a movement in this rented schoolhouse that has now continued for 18 years. That one church meeting in a rented schoolhouse has become over 70 schools and churches in and around Sierra Leone, spilled over into Liberia and into Guinea. So the the fruit of the angel of the Lord is going before you is apparent to all now. But as it was unfolding to my natural eyes, I'm thinking natural smoke. You know, we, we see things sometimes we don't realize that the Lord is in the midst of it. But in twenty twenty hindsight now, eighteen years later, That was the beginning of a move of God that continues to this very day. And friends, I'll have more to share about that in the next episode. Next week, I'll share about a little boy who was born mute and um, deaf, but the Lord healed him. Thank you for tuning in.